Hello and welcome to the Social Matters podcast. We are free social workers talking about social matters. Um, I'm Nadia. I'm Eugene. And I'm Fran. Um, just again. To, again, yeah. <laughs> just to say, like, um, if you're joining us again, thank you very much for coming back. Um, this is the first time that we are recording after releasing the first episode. Oh, yes. yes exciting. Yeah, really exciting. And yeah, we just wanted to um, say thank you because uh, it's been received very surprisingly well and we're just really grateful um and yeah really pleased with some of the comments and um feedback what do you guys think i i was just happy that the five people i told to listen to it listens to it and then when i saw that more people listen to it i was like oh okay great seven people yeah yeah, that's you and nadia yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but um on a serious note yeah i think um when we started to do this or we, we started to think about doing it we were just like okay let's just create a podcast without really knowing um what was what it was going to become um, or what we were doing or what we were doing yeah. or what we were talking into and for those new listeners we are, it's not that we've got a million listeners so still yeah, exactly. subscribers so we just got like a couple uh, yeah. and we're excited about that but no it's been fun to do and yeah. um it's good that people have received it well and hopefully the message gets spread further. Yeah. Definitely. Same for me, really. I think, you know, I just thought one, you know, with my mum, but um, we've actually had more than just my mum. Um, my mum did give some good feedback. Thank you, Mary Lou. But no, really, really good to kind of hear everyone's views and feedback. Um, and yeah, let's kind of keep going with this kind of energy. And mm. um, we're slightly different this week with our recording because normally we have a little pattern where what we do is we arrive in our studio, aka Eugene's spare bedroom. <laughs> and then what we do is we spend two hours trying to get the equipment to work. Yeah. Um, so then by the time it gets to recording, we're a little fatigued. Yeah. But this time, we're it's, good to go. Yeah. We're good to because, go. Because um, Fran and Nadia um, politely suggested... Oh, maybe next time uh, you can, Eugene, you can um, work on the technology before we get there. I'm like, oh, yeah, why not do that? So as I rolled out of bed, I was like, okay, let me check that out. And luckily, um, the equipment's actually working today, yeah. which is good. So this time around, instead of um, spending two hours trying to get the equipment to work, we spent two hours talking and oh. eating. We did that And, and travelling. And travelling, yeah. And TFL striking. So um, these guys had a bit of a journey. But yeah. Um, how have your weeks been, guys? Go on, huge. You, you oh, can go. Uh, t- oh. So, oh, maybe I'll go. Gosh, you just no. sat the energy <laughs> from the room. And the viewer numbers are dropping. <laughs> Hi, back. Energy's back. Um, no, week's been good, actually, um, work-wise and life-wise. life wise. Um, uh, I got a text from my mum. My mum's retired now, um, oh. which is great. Um, and it's just um, enjoying retirement, which is just so lovely to, to see. And she sent a message to all of us on our family WhatsApp this morning and said, um, this is, it was like at seven. She was like, this is the first time in three years I've woken up at this time in the morning. I just came into the garden and just taking in the fresh air and enjoying the sunshine. I just wanted to say thank you to you guys all and stuff. And I was like, Aww. oh, thanks, mum. And um, shout out, mummy. Um, mum, not mummy, I'm a grown man. Um, but, <laughs> Could I just ask, sorry, slight yeah. digression. Do you have a name for your family WhatsApp group? La Familia. Right, because oh. I see, I, I find it really interesting because mine is Christmas 2018 <laughs> <laughs> and it started off as Christmas 2015 oh, and we just change it each year. Oh. Um, but anyway, sorry, I just, I'm just curious about different WhatsApp groups and that could be a whole other topic because they mm. are the bane of my life. But yeah, Anyway, Fran they also bring some joy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they're good. 
but I'm in so many. Yeah. And people sort of have them for like dinner tonight. And it's because you're popular, just, Oh, I know. That's what it is. It, do you know what one of my favorite things is to to do is to be the first one to leave a WhatsApp group? I'm just <gasps> militant. I'm like, I don't care. So I went on holiday with some friends recently and um, it was over. So I'm like, I'm out of this group. So I'm like, and everyone's like, Oh, you left. I was like, yeah, you leave too. And I was like, oh, it's going to be awkward. If everyone thinks like that, then that's when you have WhatsApp groups that never close down. So I'm like the first to leave. I'm like, bye, everyone. Have you ever left your family group? No, 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 no. Someone <laughs> did leave back. there after an argument and I had to get um, get them back. added on. But then we have the family group and then, but like me and my two brothers. Have, subgroups. Yeah, we set up a sprinter group because we started talking about football in a family group and my mum and my sister were like, Not stop it. Yeah. So we have a, and then we have a, we hate um, Mary um, WhatsApp group. Uh, wow. Because um, we hate my sister. Wow. <laughs> I'm joking. Please tell me that's a She's joke. She's going to laugh at this. Oh. <laughs> She's joking. Shut anyway, up, mate. sorry, my complete digression um, onto yes. the world of yeah. whatsapp that's a whole other topic yeah anyway yeah. we we tend to digress but no i'm feeling good um i've got a bit of a cold today so i'm sounding even more nasally than i usually do so if you, you hear just tell coughing, the listeners what you did just before we went live on air blowing you I up blew, i blew my nose no you didn't no. and then i said and then and then i um put some uh fix in my nostrils <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, how's was your week, guys? Jeez, guys. Um, can we just um, take a moment to appreciate the fact that we are sitting in the pre- presence of a published writer? You're welcome. Um, no, I thought no one was going to read. Not Eugene, sorry. but Fran. Fran, just a little round of applause for Fran. Woo! Fran has. Well, it's, not a, it's not a first publication, actually. No, it's not. Oh, was it number it's two? Not library. What's it called? Um, so yeah, I've got a chapter in a book um, that's out um, last week called Justice for Children and Families, a Developmental Perspective. Um, so Ooh. I co-wrote a chapter in that book um, on using video interaction guidance, so using a kind of video technique mm. um, to work with parents to kind of improve parent-child interaction. That's fantastic. It is so, so fantastic. Thank you both for promoting it. It's always like, no, but Eugene uh, helpfully uh, brought it up and uh, in our team meeting and things. So it's definitely yeah. out there. No, but definitely, I think it's it's good um, uh, that someone who is skilled and has a lot of practice experience in in um, video interactive guidance can contribute. Because when I think about people writing books, I think about people who are like, not that you're not, but like super duper, oh, <laughs> super duper intelligent I people that I will never meet, but I only re- I only reference in an essay. But I've got one live really in my room. Good and affirmed by you <laughs> oh. two then, and you have just taken it right back. Don't put, don't put I love, that fix you know I love you. <laughs> you know I love you, friend. I love you. But it's um it's a really interesting book with lots of kind of different um chapters and topics um thinking about philosophical ethics and children, child poverty, well-being and social justice, um, female genital mutilation, um, the video oh, work wow. that I was talking about. So there's some really uh, interesting kind of chapters out there as well. So yeah, Justice for Children and Families, A Developmental Perspective, edited by Mike Shaw and Sue Bailey. All right, plug over plug, now. Plug, plug. Oh, so plug it just... in, plug it in, baby. Right, I'm done it's now. seriously cool though. It's, yeah, well yeah done, Fran, seriously well cool. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. How's your week been, Nads? Yeah, my week's been really um, busy. I've just started my masters um, in, in Oh my god, I feel family d- I feel really stupid now. So we got publisher, <laughs> we have got someone starting the master family therapy. I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, so yeah I started yeah um years three and four um this week and um I started my life supervision group so this is where basically um there's four like trainee therapists and then they have a supervisor but then we also see um families so next week we've got a family coming in for family therapy like with me as part of a therapist team like it's just a, all a little bit surreal um but yeah it's exciting, exciting. Though, yeah exciting. really exciting. and, and I, I often think it feels quite old school um the the kind of therapy setup because is it where you have the the old school like the phone there's like the you ring in yeah yeah so like we're in one room with the screen and the family are in the other room with the therapist and then we like call in with ideas and stuff yeah it feels like no deal or no deal doesn't it when the banker rings that sort of pick up that phone yeah exciting times it is really exciting but yeah it was it's quite late in the evening though so like wednesdays is a very long day i finish at like nine in the evening so yeah yeah, it it is i'm just gonna have to get used to that because more time i'm asleep by like half eight so yeah yeah. (laughs) i I remember the um uh picture you sent to our whatsapp group of of the of you walking into the university or wherever it yeah, is, yeah, so they're yeah. like, "Oh, Nadia, just perpetuating this idea that she's a gate ah. <laughs> It's good. She has so much knowledge and wisdom. Sitting in the front row, there. pen. Yeah, yeah that was me. That was me. <laughs> Go on, Nads. Thanks, guys. Um, so today, what are we talking about today, um, Fran? You've well, when we were that, just sort of we? thinking about um, what we're going to talk about, it broadly came under kind of the importance of really reflecting on who we are and what we bring Mm. as sort of people. So I think obviously we're thinking as social workers to our interactions with families, but I think it's relevant more widely um, about who we are as people in in any of our interactions with kind of others um, as we're out and about Mm. on the street. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. So we were thinking about, I guess, when we say who we are, I suppose it's in terms of our identity and self. in relation to others really yeah and i think that this subject is not only um thinking about us as social workers or us as people but also people in positions of power people having a conscious um thought pattern of who they are and what they bring and how they're viewed is important in for themselves to understand why they do what they do, how they do what they do, but also how they impact on other people, how their decisions impact on other people and how these are influenced um, by themselves and their own experiences. So I think that's going to be what we're going to try and have a conversation about today. It's so important because I think in social work, we talk so much, don't we, about... Um, being reflective and and critical reflection and reflexivity and self reflexivity and relational reflexivity and anything else beginning with and R yeah it R. it it and they're and they're so sort of key um, but I do find so much of the stuff that I do in my professional job is relevant to who I try to be as a person outside sure. of work as well. Um, and that's why I think we thought it'd be quite a good one to kind of talk about today. Yeah, because I think, um, like you're saying, it's not just about um, in our professional lives. I just think if everyone was just a little bit more mindful, a little bit more aware of themselves and the impact that they have and what they bring, um, like the world might just be a bit of a kinder place. Like, you yes. know, if, if people were just a bit more, yeah conscientious or something so yeah I think it's important it's a good topic for us to talk about for everyone so I suppose 
for me, when thinking about this topic, I suppose there's lots of definitions out there around, as I said, like being reflective and reflexive. Um, and I was just wondering what, how you two might describe or define some of those, apart from the fact that one's got an X in it and, and, and one's got a C. What would be your understanding? My first kind of uh, introduction to reflection was we had to do it when we were at university yeah. in, in um, on my social work course. And it was just thinking about after you've done something, whether it's a piece of work or whether it's a piece of practice, like what did you think about that or how did that go? And it kind of felt, it was helpful, but um, I felt that I was doing this uh, because I was being told to do it and not really having an understanding of uh, its benefits or having an understanding of me. Um, I think the concept of reflexivity um, really kind of came to me or I engaged with it when I um, started to do my systemic training. And I think people have um, a lot of different um, understandings and definitions um, uh, of it. I think the best way that I kind of engage with the with the idea is thinking about what is it about me or what do what is it about me and my experiences my my beliefs my values and everything that's come before this moment that um makes me who I am and makes me understand what I'm seeing in a particular way Mm. and um also going into when working with people in in the social work capacity or just being a human being um how that I need to be reflexive to know how I influence or impact on others through what I say and also through what just through who I am um and that's my kind of basic level of understanding and mine's kind of similar I think if I if confessional time here I think I made it through my These social work my masters without actually not really understanding the difference between the two other than oh, the fact that one has totally an X fine. yeah that's in fine. it <laughs> um and it's only been kind of as I've you know developed in my social work career and I think for me as you said reflection is around I guess um yeah reflecting on maybe how a visit went or how a particular session went and I guess being reflexive is more of that circular process of thinking about what was it about Mm. me that I brought to that interaction and reflecting on how it went and thinking about what you might do differently so there's Mm. a kind of action element to it um but as you said it was probably when I started my systemic training that I started to think about it more um, and I guess then how that relates to other areas of my life yeah. mm. um, outside of social work. So thinking about who I am and what I bring to all of my interactions. Mm. Yeah, um, I the same as um, with you, you had to do it, um, had to do critical reflection. That's w- it. Yeah, through <laughs> um, my social work masters. And, um, and once we'd, even after we qualified in my newly qualified year we'd have these like critical reflective groups and it was um kind of thinking about you know how like you say how a visit when um what I did or what I could have done better what I might do differently next time and it was that was kind of like reflection or reflecting Mm -hmm. and then it's only again with there's a theme here with the systemic training you start thinking more about um being reflexive and for me that's more about kind of what like you say Fran what am I bringing to the scenario that means that it's playing out in the way that it's playing out so what what is it about the conversation that I'm having with somebody that means that it's 
going in this direction? Do I need to stop? Do I need to check myself? Do I need to ask a different kind of question to then mm. make it maybe go a different way? Mm. Um, and yeah, using kind of my own um, experiences and and um, and yeah, influences, um, like you were saying, Eugene, to see yeah. what is it that I'm bringing to the conversation. That for me is what being reflexive is. Yeah. I, and I think that's that's well said because I think um, I was trying to, as you were talking, think of uh, an example of that. Um, and uh, it could be uh, you're kind of having a conversation with somebody and then um, it gets heated and then they start to shout at you. And to an external person or to you looking at that, you see the person as, as being angry. But then thinking about what is it that you've kind of, brought to that conversation but also what is your understand how do you know what anger looks like or because mm -hmm. anger to me may be different to anger to 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 someone else and with knowledge of that what actually you're going to take to try and mm. do something differently in that moment to try and get a, a slightly different result it reminds me of um a training i did years ago and um it was like the title of it was something like how to work with challenging behavior mm. something like that um and the whole kind of uh um, idea it was like a two-day course and by the end of the two-day course it was more about behavior isn't challenging it's what you find challenging so yeah, yeah, yeah. like working with what is it because some people find it challenging when people are shouting or or whatever or some people find it challenging when people cry like it's it's just what you find challenging rather mm. than that person has challenging behavior and in inverted commas and i think a good way to kind of compare it is i guess if you're just having a general conversation with someone and thinking about how differently you might interpret what you've seen and i guess that highlights doesn't it the different kind of uh life experiences and stories and lenses we we kind of all wear from our different perspectives and I think one I've been um thinking about and using this week is um Serena Williams who who's in been in the media a lot and there was um uh her at the um US, US Open, Open yeah. I was like the Australian Open took her to a tennis player luckily uh, <laughs> Eugene knows about tennis I just know about Serena Williams um, and you know watching that particular clip have you seen it? no what, oh. is this oh, should we play what, it now yeah. would that work? No. <laughs> but there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a clip and I think it's just really powerful to watch and kind of think about the different lenses that we kind of have and watching it and what it brings up because I've been using it um, this week and some teaching that I've been doing and it's just really interesting people thinking about fairness and judgment and rules and okay. thinking from the perspective of a woman um, or a man and the gendered and you know there's so many different perspectives on it and I think that's a really something like that is a helpful way yeah. to think to, to kind of highlight that difference that we all bring yeah and I because I've been using it in, in teaching and, and um, just to a variety of different views and opinions of how people understood that interaction so basically the clip is serena uh, at the us open got points deducted um from her because the umpire judged um her to initially be breaking rules with regards to coaching and then um doing to smashing a racket which was a points violation and then um found an abusive language which it will turn out to be a game violation so Serena wasn't happy about this and reacted um, in a way that I, talking about difference, I, I interpreted it as um, uh, passion, frustration, mm. um, uh, also understanding her behaviour in, in, in the context of um, uh, 
gender kind of biases um, because the argument was that men get treated in a very different way um, on the tennis court compared to women. Um, but yes, in the teaching sessions, so many people were coming up with so many different kind of uh, views and understandings of what they saw, mm. um, which is an is an emphasis which emphasizes um, the importance of uh, reflexivity because who I am as a person mm. and and my own kind of love for Serena Williams <laughs> and um, uh, values around fairness um, and uh, uh, equality. Um, made me see it the way I saw it it doesn't necessarily mean I'm right it just um being reflexive increases my awareness of why I saw what I saw and it's that awareness that's so important because I guess when we're thinking about social work practice it's so that we're aware of those different lenses and the potential biases biases Biases. What is the word? Biases. 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 You know, when you say a word, you're like, this doesn't sound right. No, it was all right until you started to do the... (laughs) The potential biases that that we bring, and I think it is around having that awareness to ultimately work in an anti-oppressive way, which is... um, really important as social workers but I think that it does go outside of our practice and I don't know about you two but when I did start to understand what the difference with that x in that word meant (laughs) through my systemic training it did apply to different areas of my life Mm. I guess thinking in any interaction with new people I meet whether it's someone kind of in the street on a train in the supermarket when I'm on my bike any interaction I have about thinking about those kind of what I bring what's going on there those Mm. differences um so for me it's you know, once I did start to understand what <laughs> reflexivity meant, um, it's it's kind of become a bit of a way of being and thinking. Yeah. And it's not about saying I am some like enlightened person because I don't think we ever get there. I think we've got to keep continuing to question and critique yes. who we are, what we yeah. bring to any interaction. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. Um, and it's just as you were speaking, Fran, it's, it's making me think about chocolate from, oh man chocolate? we have we have chocolate no, in the other room no, but Sorry. i've just eaten like most of it it's terrible yeah, but it's there no so. but it needs to stay over there because i've eaten the okay. majority i'll, of I'll it. take it i'll get it after this recording oh, okay. um <laughs> but it's making it was making me think about the relationship between um being reflexive and um someone's use of power mm. and then thinking about um decisions that are made on a higher level um, uh, in society, um, if you wanted to start at the top power-wise in, in, in politics, but even in... Teresa Dancing May. <laughs> 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 I've, not seen, I've not seen the oh, footage. You need, to, you need to see it. It's really, it's really funny. It's Is really it really good. funny? It's really, it's really no, funny. It would be funny if she wasn't in charge of our country. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, is thinking about how she compares to trump like how how are we like is she over there they're they're yeah well they're both over there (laughs) (laughs) two peas in a very wrong pod but it's really but put bojo in there as well anyway sorry carry on just pulling our political keys out there yeah yeah, enjoying that sound i'm gonna have to um edit that down back in the day um when i used to play the trumpet um, Did you play the trumpet? Us, yeah, oh. we um, we had this thing where you the, they went round and they said if you can make a trill like down the um, mouthpiece and you got fifty p. I did, I did the best. I did the best. So it's that down the mouthpiece, fifty p. Boom. So, but we're not giving that was it. worth twenty five pounds in in today in old money. In, in, in old money. money. <laughs> anyway, I'll stop blowing my own trumpet yes. about oh, the trumpet. Oh, oh, Where's my hi hats? You are sorry, so Dad. Funny. That was such a bad joke. <laughs> 
I'll stop. I love those jokes. Um, you just took me totally off my You said my you train. were thinking about... Yes, um, reflexivity and power. Um, because people who make decisions on any level, um, and attached to what you were saying, Nadia, about the world being a better place yeah. if everyone was reflexive. Um, Why no, did we, you laugh at that? No, because I was like, can it happen? Oh, okay, <laughs> that, not, okay. not not that it was a, it was it was a great comment, but oh. I was like, can it happen? Um, yeah, and hopefully, wanna, yeah. Come on, we gotta be hopeful. People guys. need to listen to this podcast, and then they'll, <laughs> yeah, they'll be like into a bit. No, they won't. Um, that's too easy, man. Then, um, but thinking about people in positions of 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 power who make decisions, and um, they they make them, and I I often wonder what is it that's um do they have an understanding of what is it that's influencing their their decision from mm. if they were to be reflexive from their own experience so if you think about poli- uh, politicians the majority of them coming from a particular group of, who went to the same schools and uh, when you consider um, the lack of diversity with regards to gender with regards to race um so if these people are making key decisions and also diversity with regards to um, uh, economic status or background. So when you're making decisions about um, social housing or you're making decisions about benefits and there's people on who are um, going to food banks and stuff like that, increasing numbers, they're making decisions because they feel that they're making the best decisions for the country. I would imagine so. Mm. Um, but they haven't got, I would say, that reflexive thinking to to say, but I need to understand what is it about my own values, my own beliefs, my own experiences that makes me think in this way and how that in turn um, makes their thinking um, alienate certain groups of people who Mm -hmm. they may not have encountered and they may not have had similar experiences to. So, yeah, just you're right, it would be a much better place. You yeah, think alien was the operative word there because you're putting human traits onto some of these people <laughs> and they're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, some of their thinking. But no, it's yeah, I think it's true. I think if we were to think about, I'm going to use my mum, Mary Lou, as a, as a gauge here. So if she's at home in Yorkshire. How mm. would we explain, how would, how would we uh, explain reflexivity for her if she was to go out tomorrow um, and be a bit reflexive about about her life what do you think hi mary lou hi mary lou <laughs> i didn't actually know your mum was called mary lou you never it's told me your mum's name it's such a, mary louise it's oh. such a joyful name it's like yeah. yeah it sounds so hello happy. mary lou <laughs> do, 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 goodbye heart but yeah mary louise mary oh. louise oh. um how would i explain it to mary lou um i think kind of similar to what I was saying before so when you think about um conversations that you're having um let's say in the supermarket you know sometimes you get the people at the checkout they're not the most friendliest and happiest Mm. or whatever to see you um just yeah if you're um in a conversation with them or trying to have a conversation with them and they're not reciprocating you might want to start thinking about okay well what what is it about me that I'm bringing to this Mm. so is it that um, I'm the 400th person that they've seen today that hmm. I've asked for a plastic bag for. I don't yeah. know, like, yeah. and, and is it is is you know thinking about their experience as well? Are they coming to the end of their shift? Like, yeah. are they really tired? You know, are they just kind of done and trying yeah. to get through the day? Is that why they're being a bit off with me rather than they're just a rude person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think 
the way I will kind of explain it to Mary Lou, she's getting a massive shout. She's just, yeah, this one. I was doing her as a generic layperson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. I don't want my mum to no, be privileged sorry. here. <laughs> she is now. <laughs> but um, I would um, say that the current situation, if you were to use um, your checkout example, Nadia, um, that is um, a basic math sum. So like seven times eight, which is... 56? 56. Yeah, well done. 56. 56. Say it with confidence. Oh, Lord. Yeah, no, it is 56. Oh, is it? Right, because okay. I know 7 times 10 is 49. That was, that was a, wasn't that like a question for like a Minister of Education like back in the day? And that, you was a, wrong. that was a question in my year 7 maths exam. Ah. I, was, I don't know what edu- minister, but you're right. I remember I there was something there was like, like that. like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so the current situation is, is a basic maths equation. And um, if I'm in that situation where I'm looking at the person who's on the checkout, I... I'm thinking, and they've been like a bit short with me. I want to know what the working out is, so I want to know what what the working out is for their sum. So everything that has has come before to to um, create this result, this this maths current maths equation. So when you're in school, when your teachers will say to you, "Oh yeah, good, you got the answers right," but show you're working out. I'm like, I can't show my working out because I just copied from John, um, and then I'll get crossed off. Um, I didn't really cheat. Um, so yeah, I kind that's the way I kind of yeah. explain it basic level. Yeah, I think something that is really important in terms of reflexivity and you know just having a bit more kind of self awareness and. Uh, a bit being a bit more conscientious about other people with this idea of being curious and mm. not not having a kind of like fixed story about somebody oh that person at that checkout is just a rude person like just being curious about what else is it that might be going on for them but also what is it that you're bringing as well mm. and and just maintaining that that curiosity um, how has it made you feel being reflexive? That's a, uh, because it's, it's really quite exhausting. Yeah, because I wanted to raise that because I think um, I see the benefits in it, but it's almost like a never-ending circular yeah. pattern. And go yeah. on, you were saying this. It's, it's, it, I think it's so key and it's so important. Like I say, for you know, just for humanity and you know, relationships and society. But it, it's also. It, it just takes up a lot of effort and a lot mm. of energy when sometimes you're just like, I don't want, I don't care if it's your, <laughs> like, if I'm your 400, but just be nice to me. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes it, it, yeah, it is quite exhausting, but yeah, I think we're, I think it's important that we do try and maintain the effort. And do you know what it is? It's kind of like exercising it like a muscle. So yes. like keep keep doing it. Well, keep it. Do- Thank you. That's it. Thanks. But the gym will close. <laughs> that's exactly it. That's a, that's where I was leading to. Is that exercising it as a muscle, but the gym closes at ten. So <laughs> it comes to a point where action needs to be taken. So when the gym closes, you have to go out, yeah. or maybe exercise it with like in a in a less away but I think it, it feels a bit um I, I guess unsettling almost like when you first start to think reflexively because you're mm. you're basically challenging yourself to kind of critique all your taken for granted assumptions about the way you think and it's, it's so easy to say but that's just how I think that's just because I it is like that mm. whereas actually when you really start to think what is it about my gendered stories what is it about my family of origin stories what is it about my race ethnicity and um, all the various different 
very focals that I'm wearing that they bring to every interaction. And I think initially you, you can start quite surface level. Mm. And then actually, as you said, it is quite exhausting if you're doing it to really think, okay, what's going on here? Thinking about intersectionality, thinking about power. Um, but it is important you know it's important as you say for humanity but i think in social work it's important so that we um work anti-oppressively because i think before it used to be a lot about um kind of othering some of the families we work with so kind of we seek to empower them we recognize marginalization and oppression and we will try and help whereas now it's thinking about how we are part of that and we can be part of that oppression Oppression, yes and i think that's a really good point because as you were speaking i was going to ask the question of what would you both be saying to people to try and encourage them to be reflexive or increase their reflexivity um and one of the things that i was thinking of is um when somebody is understanding the situation whether it's a social worker working with families or whether it's somebody at sainsbury's with the person on the checkout or um whoever i i would challenge people to think that they are multiple answers to what they are 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 seeing Mm. and there's maybe one answer that's very prominent but what you were saying i do um with regards to curiosity if you look at a situation and think there are at least three different answers and one of those answers includes something about me so if person on the checkout is the primary about you yes exactly (laughs) but to use a person on checkout example my primary answer right now is that this person is really angry with me. The second answer is she just hurt her toe on the floor. The third answer is there's something about me or maybe there's something about um, what she's experienced um, that is influencing her behaviours today. So I would say to people, um, be curious and think that there's at least three answers to what you see. So should we maybe think of three three top tips that we can say Ooh. to start to think about being reflective done <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that was mine true so i think one let's think collaboratively here. yeah ding, ding, ding. That, social work buzzword i think importance of kind of understanding self mm. would be a good step mm. if we're thinking about being reflexive so knowing kind of who we are and what we bring would you say that yeah, I think, and, and I think a step to maybe like understanding yourself is uh, talking to people around you. Like, so getting feedback on yeah. like f- from, not from like somebody who you know is going to tell you what you want to hear, but somebody that you're able to kind mm. of get critical from. friend. Uh, yeah, critical friend, but also be open and receptive to what they tell you because mm. it might be that, you know, they might kind of share something about you that you're like, oh, I, yeah. di- I didn't know that. And yeah, I, su- I suppose like talking to pe- your close people to get feedback. Because on that, I think one of the, the sort of definitions or when thinking about reflexivity is to, they say like to make aspects of the self strange. And I think that that kind of is that, isn't it? Yes. Stuff that you think you know or take for granted to kind of interrogate that a bit. Yes. So yeah, definitely. And just following off, up on your point, um, Nads, it's the idea that we understand ourselves in relation to, to mm. others. Um so we need to engage in conversations with people to know more about um ourselves and understand ourselves um so again this is part of um the reason why people could say it's exhausting i don't think that you can ever completely know yourself no. i think you're constantly learning as you go on and on mm. so if that was tip number one what's number two and three 
started. Yes, I think I don't know the words. I'll play it for you later. You guys got such great singing voices. Go on, you sing. On and on and on and on. What's the rest? I'm doing something like a rodeo. I don't know the words. Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm really bad. Erica, Erica, I'm so sorry, babe. I'm so sorry. I've seen her live as well. Oh, whatever. No, but you know what? She was really, she was really, she was two and a half hours late, and she just done a. Oh, this, I heard about she's like Mr. In Brick, late in Brixton um, Auto Academy. That. My um, friend was there. She, what'd you say? As Mr. Late, <laughs> I'm not late. Uh, so we've got, okay, so knowing self and thinking about how we get to know self. I think you said being curious. Mm, being curious, yeah. I think, yeah, like, like, yeah, kind of linked into Eugene's yeah. point about maybe there might be more than one option. So, yeah, yeah being curious about um, yourself, mm. the other person, yeah. what is they're bringing, mm. what's happening, what's the context. Mm. Yeah. Kind of and I would say in very, very lay terms, going there, like, be okay with going there with yourself yeah. and, and 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 um questioning what what you've known before and um because i think through my experience of not being introduced to reflexive ideas then coming in t- um to being introduced re- to reflexive ideas i feel like i've gone deeper in an understanding of myself and i feel much more comfortable talking about um different aspects of myself um so it kind of like linked in with what you said, making aspects of the self strange as well. Mm. Um, and actually they all kind of interlink. Very systemic, guys. Well yeah, done. I think going there is a really going. good one because actually it's it's okay to, um, you know, almost be a bit blunderous and get things yeah. wrong in your kind of journey and efforts to be reflexive. Um, but I think like a lack of willingness to kind of go there is actually more harmful than having a go um, and, you know, trying your best. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, just, I think we've probably come to the end of that. It's yeah. exhausting, isn't it? Yes. We're exhausting talking about it. It's exhausting thinking about it. It's exhausting. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to wrap that conversation up. Thank you so much, guys, uh, for listening. Oh, sorry, I said guys, and you, I know you don't like that, friend. No, sorry. I don't mind it because Th- I actually use you, it. Thank you, crew. <laughs> thanks, team. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, group. Group, yes. Thanks, humans. Oh, thanks, <laughs> non-gender specific people. Um, yeah, thank you for listening in. Um, and you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Social Matters. At Matters Podcast. At Matters. Oh, yes. I'm messing it's this all right. up. It's okay. You? It's all right. At Matters Podcast on <laughs> Instagram Matters and Twitter. Or just search um, the Social Matters Podcast. Also, um, you can download episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else where podcasts reside. Yes. Um so what we do next week oh we know we don't really know we just tune in and find out right yeah we'll see yeah. what happens okay. bye bye on and on and on and on what's it what's it on and on and on and off, off. <laughs>